As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Autumn May and Radio Nabrin. I've got Alice Wallace. Alice, welcome back. Oh, welcome thank back you. to Radio Nabrin. I'm so happy to see you. Well, I am happy to be here. You've, you've been a busy girl. I have. It's been a great year so far. My new album came out in January and. It's just kind of been this whirlwind, and we've been having a great time. And I'm sorry it's taken me so long to come in and say hi to you. Well, my gosh, you're all <laughs> over the country and then some. Yeah. I follow you. I, I also follow your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, I, I mean, look at the cowgirl shirt you have on today. You, I can tell you have so much fun shopping for what you're going to wear on stage, including your gorgeous hat. There you go. It, it's part of the thing, you know? <laughs> I do enjoy it. And I've had a lot of people helping me with this new album. I, I, my new album came out on a, a label called Rebel Road Records that's run by these three women who just are such, you know, s such great influences and they have great ideas. And so it's really been kind of a team effort here recently on just the new songs and, and just everything, the 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 photos the just the look of everything has been really you know just you know drilled down a little bit more than I had in the past so so you you're the first record um, off of Rebel Road right that's um, correct yeah so that's that's pretty cool I I think their story is really neat I've been talking to KP about maybe coming in to my show and and telling us all about it it's kind of kind of a cool deal. Promoting, you know, country in, in California it's, it's, uh, and, and especially promoting uh, women uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, KP Hawthorne is the, was the producer on this album. She produced my last album along with a gentleman named Steve Burns. So I'd already been working with KP and, and she was starting this Rebel Road Records with these two other women. And so it just kind of fell into place that I was working on this record and they're like, let's put your record out. Let's make it the first Rebel Road Records uh uh, album and and yeah to work with three strong women is a, is a real treat to get to get to do and they're dedicated to promoting country music for women in California I mean yay mm -hmm. no absolutely how wonderful how absolutely wonderful for everybody yeah so I feel very lucky to have a great team uh, so yeah it's it's been a, a really wonderful year a lot of good things happening this the response to this album has been wonderful last week uh our latest single got into Rolling Stone Country as one of the top 10 country and Americana songs to hear now, like right next to Blake Shelton, which was pretty exciting. I read that. And when I read if Linda Ronstead and Emmy Lou Harris had a baby, it'd be Alice Wallace. <laughs> I, I tell you, I teared up. I got goosebumps. Uh, I felt I feel like I'm your aunt. I do. Yeah, Just a long yeah. lost aunt that hovers over you and everything you do. And it, it's so wonderful. <laughs> Because I remember when you first came in here, Alice, and you were just, you were going to quit your job. You were taking off your parents' approval. And there, I didn't know they were so musical. Mm -hmm. and, and that was at the beginning of your career. 
I think you'd cut a CD though, right? When you came in here, or maybe not even? It was probably right around the time that I had cut my first CD because I, I released that in 2011, right? I think that's right. Yeah, my very first one that was just self, you know, self released, recorded it in Long Beach, great studio, but it was my really my first real experience recording and starting to plan tours and trying to, you know, figure out how to piece this together. So now it's been quite a journey and, and it's really. Uh, it, it feels great to, to put out this new album that is just, I feel like it sounds better than I could have ever imagined my songs could sound. And it's just, it's been a, it's been a really it's, great experience. It's gorgeous. <laughs> every you. song is gorgeous. And uh, also everybody, she's going to be at the coach house tomorrow night. I am. I am opening for Albert Lee, the great I mean. Albert Lee, you know, who's played on a lot of Emmy Lou tracks. He was with, he played with the Everly brothers. He's got a long list of, of uh, great credits to his name, and he's a Grammy-winning guitarist. So we're going to be opening for him at the Coach House tomorrow, and I do still have tickets available if people want to contact me via email or social media or anything like that. So, Well, John and I have our tickets. You know, we got in there and got them early. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have good seats to see you, and we're just excited. So you want to start with a live song? Sure. Actually, why don't I play you the song that was just featured in Rolling Stone Country, which is... The, the newest single from the album, and it's also the title track, and uh, it's a song called The Blue, and I wrote this song a couple years ago on a New Year's Eve, and I was, you know, New Year's Eve is a great time to just sit and contemplate, you know, the past and the future and everything in between, and uh, I was just sitting there thinking about how, you know, I, it had been, you know, five years or something since I had quit my job, and, and just kind of the ups and downs, but how I just still felt like it was just so important for me to to go after this dream. It took me a long time to get up the courage to do it, and now I'm just like, I can't look back. I just have to keep moving forward, sailing off into the blue and whatever awaits me there. So, And the blue really represents that feeling. It does, and yeah. I, I salute your courage. <laughs> Thank you. All right, folks, this is Alice Wallace right here on KX93.5 Radio Neighboring with Ida May and John Ford. Here we go, Alice.
and the blue Well, <laughs> this is so fun. A little radio concert for three or four. <laughs> Alice, that is beautiful. And I, I've listened to and read about this song that uh, there's exquisite harmonies in there that I guess you call blood harmonies because they're kinfolk singing with you in the on the album. Yeah, it was actually really a treat because um, my brother lives in Chicago. He was happened to be in town when I was in the studio and Actually, it was sort of bad timing because he was in the studio to visit with the family, but I like, or he was in town to visit the family, and I was sort of trapped in the studio because we had, you know, the time when when you're in there, you you kind of just got to get it all done. So I, it was hard for me to actually go hang out with them. So they came to visit me at the studio on the day that we were recording the blue, and we were recording those the the big, you know, just the ahs at the end. And I was like, man, we need a lot of harmonies. We need some guys in there. We need some. And I was like, wait. <laughs> my family's in the studio and they can sing. And so we ended up just getting them in there and, and uh, my mom and dad and brother all uh, sang some harmonies there at the end, which is just every time I could hear their voices. Like there's there's a bunch of layers going on, but I can make out each of their voices pretty well. And it's 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 always just, it makes the song mean even more to me. So Well, it meant more to me too. And I kept listening to it over and over again last night so I could hear when your family came in, it was at the end, and it was just gorgeous. Yeah, you are a troubadour. You're a true. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to call it Texas troubadours. What a proud tradition. Yeah, in well, music. I, yeah. I mean, I do have so much support for my family, which has made all of this possible, really. So, yeah. So having them not only backing me up in my career in my life, but also in in my songs is 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 quite a treat to to be able to do that. Yeah, so. full package. It really is. Absolutely. But yeah, this whole new album has been great. I did want to, I was saying that I want to play um, a song off the album that actually was inspired by Laguna here. If you, do you, are you able to cue it up? On, I am so cued up with so you. So cued up. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, I am cued up. And I have a million questions about the road because I know you have some stories uh-huh. about the road. Uh, but I, I, I love Top of the World and I can tell it represents, you were up there. Did you do yoga up there one time? Well, I just, I tend to like when we're on the road or I'm on a hike or something, I like to do like a yoga pose for, for social media just because I do love doing yoga and it's just fun to do it in random places. So I did like post a picture up there before, but um, but yeah, the Top of the World Trail here in Laguna has always been one of my favorites. Actually, I think we might go hike it after this, after this radio session because since we're down here and it's a gorgeous day. Gorgeous yeah, I mean, day just, for it. It'll just, be perfect up there. Yeah, so I was hiking along there one day and I started writing this song in my head and it, it, it's a song that, you know, when you're up there on the top of the world, you know, you're, you're along that kind of the ridge line. So it's like you start at the top rather than starting at the bottom, which is interesting. And so, like, I, it, I just remember just, like, kind of watching these birds, like, swoop up from the bottom of the canyon and kind of fly alongside you and realizing that you kind of feel like you're on the same level as the birds and, like, you almost maybe don't belong there <laughs> in some weird way, like you're kind of encroaching on their territory. On and, wilderness, yeah. I know. And I was having some actually some problems with musically with kind of getting, you know, some some people who were kind of making promises that I didn't think they were really going to, you know, like there's, you, you encounter a lot of people along the way and you're never sure how much trust to put in people. And I I'd kind of had my trust violated and I was just kind of thinking, you know, I feel like sometimes music is trying to make me feel like I don't belong here, but you know what? I do. <laughs> so that's what this you song. You surely do. <laughs> well, that's great. All right. So top of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckaritos, this is Alice Wallace. This is from her new album, Into the Blue, right here on KX93.5 with Radio Neighboring.
And that was Alice Wallace right here on KX 93.5. Speaking of, uh, you know, promoting California country and uh, all that, there's, there really is a, a neat little community in Southern California of Americana and, and country artists. I've started to connect with some of them. Did you happen to go to Ted Russell Camp's CD opening party last night? I t- did. You did? <laughs> I did. It was I, a great show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Emily Zuzik played there. Or, I mean... Yeah, she sang, sang along, with him. Yeah, yeah, sat in with him, and uh, there was somebody else I saw singing online uh, or uh, during his set that I I didn't recognize, but yeah, Jen Gibbons, Jen Gibbons, Funky Jen, yeah, <laughs> she's a great blues singer in L.A. too. So oh, she did yeah. some she did some harmonies too, and then the Hawthorns with K.P. Hawthorne and right. Johnny Hawthorne opened the they show. Opened the show. It was, it was a nice show last night. Yeah, I saw the I, I saw the Hawthorns at uh, the Portfolio Coffee House with uh, Michael Ubaldini has uh, that outlaw folk mm-hmm. thing that he does yeah so it has um it, it's nice to be able to to be part of a community y'all support each other so well as uh yeah there's some really great people out here i mean like yeah just finding the rebel road people and, and kp and them and, and then there is a, a broader community here of very supportive artists so it is it is nice to feel that that out here and what do you think uh, as far as OC versus LA is it there's there's just a whole lot more uh opportunity up in in LA county or there is you know um I I do feel like there's a little more going on in LA especially when it comes to like Americana than there is in Orange County but there's still some great folks down here doing it too and um you know like my friends like Robert John and the Wreck they're they're fantastic and then yeah we got like Echo Sparks and and you know people like that the fallen stars and you know some some real cool folks down here yeah. too and and michael ubaldini and yeah, yeah. And, and just like a lot of people so um yeah it, it's a nice community to be a part of and to come home to after being on the road for a long time <laughs> yeah. yeah bobo's gonna be on my show tomorrow afternoon actually i'm oh, making nice. notes yeah. and i am after the yeah. show because you're mentioning people that i have no idea oh yeah 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 so thank you so much and Speaking of being on the road, uh, because I'm a Texan and I have been to South by Southwest, I've traveled to Austin since I was a kid dancing in roadhouses with my family. What did you think of that community there, and especially South by Southwest? What was your, what was your experience like traveling through Texas? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do go to Texas a couple times a year. It's one of my favorite places to tour through. I mean, it, it's it's really one of the only places where you just on any night of the week you can you can get a great show playing for people who will all just get up and dance and they will you know just Texans appreciate music in a in a special way and I do love the dancing culture there that is just so much fun actually we took a two step lesson while we were in in Austin which was fun and um, but yeah I love Austin and South by you know I've really to be honest I've never really taken part as much in the actual festival that goes on you know down Sixth Street like the big the big stuff it's like right. when I go to town I tend to to the, it's just really the whole city becomes a festival whether it's officially part of the festival or not you know just every every shop every restaurant has music going like 24 hours a day like during south by southwest because just everybody's in town and they're looking for good music and they're looking to make connections and discover people and so you know i i, I just i i think when I, was, I played like 10 shows over the course of four days when i was in in at south by and uh, it was just a really great time and just people come from all over the country so it's it's a nice nice thing even though it is a little overwhelming because everybody it is it used to be that it was it was on sixth street but it was also in people's backyards Mm -hmm. in their garages some of the best music i've ever seen was there right and uh on somebody's front porch and folks are just gathering and sitting there and uh, smuggling their beers in and coolers and it's (laughs) it's an amazing scene and i every time i've seen you there i've been so happy for you and jealous of your hats <laughs> I know. They've got some good hats. I know the Gorin Brothers hat shop on South Congress always oh, does yeah. shows um every year and I I play there and 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 they give me a hat and I have a new hat for the year and it's a and it's a really good one this year. So yeah, if you look on my Instagram, you can see photos <laughs> of the new hat. What about <laughs> boots? Have you bought any boots in you know, or around Texas? I haven't. We actually spent some time in Allen's boots on on South Congress this last time too, but I I didn't end up picking up any, but uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of great stuff there. Oh, yeah, I mean, with your hat, who needs the boots? <laughs> right, right. I know that's all you need. Well, do you have a song you'd like to play live that maybe it's from some of the travels, or could you tell a story a little bit about, uh, for instance, Desert Rose? It's a, an amazing song and story. Yeah, you know, and it's it's been interesting since I've started traveling full time. I feel like my songwriting has changed a bit because I do just. I hear all these stories along the way, and I've just I've started writing more about these stories and about kind of my experiences and and these things that I'm learning from people, rather a little more than my own just personal experience. And the song Desert Rose came from um, a night in El Paso, Texas. We we tend to go through El Paso a couple times a year and uh, have some friends there and and the this gentleman is a is he's a local bass player so we met him in the music scene but he's also a firefighter and an emt and obviously in el paso they're in a unique place that is right on the border with mexico i mean juarez is basically it's almost like they're one big city just divided by a river but also look very different you know el paso looks like a city juarez looks more just like these just kind of ramshackle just wooden buildings and you know someone even pointed out to me that when you're driving there at night um they don't have the same like wattage of power over there so everything's even just dimmer and then like el paso is bright like a city and then and just juarez has this kind of low yellow glow about it and uh and so he told me this story uh about a call they had gotten that week uh to help a woman who had come across the border in the night and she'd had her baby on the floor of a gas station bathroom my gosh and you know it was their job to go help her and, and clean up and and it just i you know to him it was kind of an everyday occurrence like it was it wasn't that unusual and it just struck me so hard and uh, i just couldn't help but think about you know what was this woman's story that led her to that moment and you know obviously i'd have no idea but i just uh, i sat down with my guitar and i decided to try to give her a story so I'm so glad you did. And in this day and time, this story needs to be told. Yeah. And I'm really glad you wrote the song. And it seems like a lot of the songs are about what's going on in our country. Yeah. That has Even affected though I, you. I wrote this song, geez, two years ago. Like, you know, it was before we were even really talking about this this current wall stuff with the wall and, and you know, the, really? and the, and, yeah, and the illegal immigrant. Like, it, it was just... A story that I felt like needed to be told a couple of years ago, and it just took a while to get it on the album. But it, you know, 
it definitely is even more timely now than when I wrote it. So. It, it is, and it's a story of a struggle of mm-hmm. a young woman. So this is Alice Wallace live on the air on KX93.5 with Ida May and John Ford. Take it away, Alice. She was born at the wrong time On the wrong side of the line But she never let it do her any harm Tough but sweet Quick on her feet She talked her way through horrors on her charm That might kill And even more charming still The young man won her over at first sight They danced so very close He called her Desert Rose And held her ever closer through the night He said as don't even know what to say <laughs> i i'm tearing up right now alice that's beautiful thank you very much and what a storyteller you are thank you thank you i mean truly another song that i loved uh was santa anna wins yeah now 
that must have happened this last year with the fires, or can you tell us a little bit about how that came about, that song? Yeah, I wrote that song last winter with my friend Andrew Delaney, who we've co-written several of the songs on the album. And um, we were sitting there talking, and it was when I was watching the Thomas Fire in uh, like Ventura and Santa Barbara counties that just came through, and then it caused all the mudslides, and it was just horrific to watch this happening. And uh, Andrew and I were chatting and, and just about this just indiscriminate nature of these fires. And so we started writing this song and, and you know, and we based it around the Santa Ana winds because I just feel like when those winds come through, that's when everyone gets nervous. You just never know. Just like the slightest little spark during those winds is, you know, and, and we might have this huge wildfire on our hands. And um, so we wrote this song, you know, what, a, a year and a half ago. And uh, and then, of course, this past year, the fires were even worse than, uh-huh. than when we wrote about them before. And, you know, this is just, a, again, another thing that continues to be very timely and relevant. And so, yeah, I wrote this really as a, a song for all the people in California who have been just been going through so much because of these wildfires the last few years. And, and yeah, actually, it would be I would love to play the album version of this song if you if you want to. Um, I, you know, I really love what we ended up doing with this song and. We filmed a music video for it and released it a f- couple months ago if anybody wants to find it on YouTube. And we actually went back to um, one of the studios where we recorded the album, this beautiful studio in Malibu. Um, um, but when the fires came through Malibu this winter, uh, it it I guess it was kind of like fire tornadoes from what I hear, that it was just kind of bouncing around. And so on the grounds of this studio, like the house that these these people lived in was completely destroyed and the studio somehow stayed intact. It was like the only building on the, on the property that was not oh. touched by the fires. It, it was very wow. strange. Somehow the studio was spared. Um, but for months now they've been rebuilding and we went back and I think it was in December and just filmed this video out in all of just, you know, just, just charred destruction through Malibu. And it was really powerful to kind of, to walk through that and see what what had been done. By oh, these fires. so many people lost their homes, and mm-hmm. it was horrifying to watch. I'm sure any of those fires, the any of those fires, were horrifying to watch on CNN or on our social media. I mean, mm-hmm. it must have been for you if you weren't here, because mm-hmm. it looked like we were going up. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I was leaving when the fires really started hitting Malibu. I was leaving the next day, and I remember flying out and just seeing just the smoke just engulfing Los Angeles, and it was it's pretty awful to kind of be leaving and going, "Geez, what's going to happen?" How did that studio make it through? When I mean, it's really kind of unexplainable. Yeah, like it's just it somehow the fires bounced around it in this way that the studio was untouched, but uh, the but the house was just left in rubble, and then they have these stables on the property that got pretty singed, not completely destroyed, but but damaged pretty badly. And then you know, and it's it's kind of in this area of kind of this canyon and just all of the the surrounding woods and and you know, are just yeah, just just blackened. It really is unpredictable. I mean the. I was watching it live on YouTube. The helicopters that were feeding the uh, news, the, the news channels, put their stuff out live on on YouTube, and so I was I was glued to it. I, I mean, I didn't go to work that morning because I was like, oh, oh my gosh, because I used to live there, mm-hmm. and it passed over the little valley that I lived in. But it it in in the neighborhood right next to it, it got a couple homes that were. Homes of friends of mine. Oh, jeez. So, you know, just, it was mesmerizing and just really tragic. Uh, so, yeah, that's, a, that's yes. a great, great song to... It is. And yeah. now, who was your writing partner on this again? I think he's from Dallas, right? Yeah, he lives in Dallas. Uh, his name's Andrew Delaney. So, yeah, fan, one of the best songwriters I've become friends with in the last few years. And so we, we wrote several songs for this album together, and it was kind of a new thing for me to, to co-write a bit more. And, uh, and actually, probably later, I want to play you a, a song that he wrote that is on the album that I think is just incredible. But, but I, yeah, some of the songs we wrote are some of my favorites on the album. So All right, let's listen to it now. This is Alice Wallace sitting in with us on KX93.5. This is Ida May with John Ford, Santa Ana Wins right off her new album, Into the Blue. Out on the horizon There's a wicked orange glow While a neighbor sprays a rooftop With a garden hose You heard that couldn't save the horses 
That's Alice Wallace. Beautiful, beautiful song. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I think everybody in California right now that's listening. Oh, by the way, Morgan Burrell of the Dup Brothers is listening. Said you just sound fantastic. It's always nice to have somebody really listening on a real radio. No, absolutely. Yeah. Good to know. Thank Good. you guys for having me here yeah. today. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, your your album came out uh, in January, right? And I was, I mean, I was all over. This album is such a great effort i i didn't find a song on there that i don't play over and over again it's just uh my favorite i think is the one that you co-wrote with kp which is um the lonely lonely talking Talking. that's that's a that's a great song i was my question was going to be are you going to put it out on vinyl do you think yes we have plans to put it out on vinyl it might take a couple more months but um but yeah we are we have some vinyl plans in the works all right All right, Alice. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, you're appearing tomorrow night. Yes, at the Coach at House. At the Coach House, opening for... Albert Lee. Albert Lee, for God's sakes. He was at Woodstock. Yeah. yeah. Was he? I, I would not doubt it. I'm yeah. almost positive, wasn't he? I, uh, yeah, he, he probably was. <laughs> but I don't know who he was playing <laughs> with. i Google it. But, um, but no, but Albert, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, so... And I do have tickets available. If anybody still wants to come, they can email me at alice at alicewallacemusic.com. And I could uh, get them some tickets at Will Call. Uh, but it's going to be really fun. I'm going to have my whole band there. And we're going to have a, a great time playing these songs from the new album. Talk about your band. Talk a little bit about the band. Because it's a big band. That is, This is a big sound. Mm-hmm. This- well, on the album, we really went all out. Um, this is the first time where we put strings and we put horns and, you know... Um, we actually also got in these amazing session players for the album. Um, this guy Jay Bellarose uh, and his and his partner Jen Condos, who played uh, drums and bass. And uh, they're not playing in the live band, but um, 
But Jay has played on everything from like Robert Plant and Allison Krauss's Raising Sand album to Sarah Watkins' album. He does a lot of like T Bone Burnett stuff. Tours with like Ray LaMontagne. Actually, when I went and saw Willie Nelson at the uh, at the at the OC Fair, and Allison Krauss was opening, and he was playing with Allison Krauss, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> the guy who played on my album. He's up there right now. You know, like I mean, so good. And um, you know, so it was a really good time getting to just flesh out these songs in in a way that I've never had the opportunity to before. So. Who who comes up with who's going to play on this album? Is it you? Or is it your producer? Or how does that work? It's a combination of, you know, of us putting in various suggestions. But yeah, but the producers do have a lot of say and, you know, and they have a lot of people that they that they work with. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of a team effort of bringing in a lot of different players. And but it, yeah, I was so thrilled with how it all came out. So now another song I love is Elephants. Yeah, I, I just love the message in that song. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, and this is the song that I was saying that my friend Andrew Delaney wrote this song. I had nothing to do with this song. This is the, you know, that's the first time that I've really put a song that I had no co-writing or anything to do with it, but I just, this was one of the first songs I ever heard Andrew sing when I met him. I actually met him at a songwriting competition outside of Austin, um, and I heard him sing this song, and I was just floored. I just thought it was one of the best songs I'd ever heard written like it just he captured things in this song that I've been trying to capture in a song my whole life and so I immediately became a huge fan of his and then we started co-writing together but when I was putting together songs for this album I just felt like I I asked him like can I record elephants I just love that song can I sing it so he let me and and I, I try to sing this song as often as possible because there's a very important conversation going on right now about women and how women are treated and um, and I feel like this is kind of my my contribution to that conversation. Well, you have some real contributions to quite a few conversations <laughs> right. that are going on in our life right now. And I, I, I love that voice, and I love it's your voice. Yeah. All right, this is Alice Wallace, and the song is... And you're going to do it live, right? Yeah, let's All right, it for the you song here. is Elephants. You're listening to KX93.5. This is Ida May, Radio Neighbor, with John Ford, too. All righty, let's go. Walk with a purpose through the parking lot Keys in your knuckles cause you ain't got claws Remembering when your daddy taught you that Boys will be boys, gotta watch your back Sitting there drinking at the bar alone Sharks come circle, wanna take you home You better not play coy, better not be me Cause boys will be boys and they are fragile things And they got names for the ones who talk back The ones who wear those clothes They got names for the ones who say yes The ones who Give us a smile, you got a pretty face And there are things you do and things you can't Live quiet as a mouse in a room full of elephants Oh, don't he look so handsome in his Sunday best He said he's sorry, you know Shouldn't really blame him, he's just a kid And boys will be boys, don't you call him what he is And they got names for the ones who talk back The ones who wear those clothes They got names for the ones who say yes The ones who say Who wear those clothes? They 
got names for the ones who say yes The ones who say Hey, baby, why you gotta be that way? Oh, my gosh. Incredible. Stunning. And the line, uh, quiet as a mouse in a room full of elephants. Mm-hmm. Now, elephants are scared of mice. Right? There's, I mean, there's some, obviously, I didn't write this song, but I feel like, yeah, it's, but it's kind of like there's the whole the elephant in the room or do you have to be quiet? Yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want to scare the elephants. You don't you know, like. There's like a whole bunch of different layers that could be in that line that I should probably talk to Andrew more about. And see. Well, but there's plenty of uh, yeah. plenty to the song that you know boys will be boys and and they're tender yeah. or whatever he says. I get it coming from a man, but it yeah oh it resonates with me and every woman that's listening today or has ever heard this uh album it's incredible really alice yeah and he really talks about how he wrote this song just by you know he'd just been hearing the same thing from the women in his life and about all these experiences and just and he put it into a song in such a beautiful way so he really did now another thing you partnered on with him is echo canyon Mm-hmm. which is just a gorgeous song, too. Do you want to do that live, or would you rather do that with your... Uh... That one might be better as a recording, because I love what we did with the recording on this one. We really um, put a whole lot of harmonies and things, and that's really what we were going for when we wrote this song. Is This was the first song that Andrew and I co-wrote together, and that's really what started us co-writing, is, is he came up to me and he's like, you know, I've always wanted to write a yodeling song, but I've never known a yodeler who could sing it. And uh, so... We decided to sit down and write a yodeling song, and, and we kind of wanted to make it in more of the kind of old cowboy tradition, like kind of the sitting around the campfire telling a, a tale, kind of a kind of a yodel, kind of in the same way of like, um, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking all of a sudden? Do, 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 do. What is that? Cattle drive? Cattle call. Cattle call. Cattle call. There I'm you like, go. How am I not remembering what the, that name is? Eddie Arnold. I'm yeah. like, I can yeah. hear it in my head. I can um, hear. I can hear you hearing it. I know. So in that kind of style of cattle call. So um, and we we thought, okay, well, you know, what if we were yodeling in a canyon? And so really, with the recording, we tried to kind of make it sound like the canyon is just kind of resonating with these echoes. And so, yeah, and so I love singing this song. So, yeah, let's play it from the album. Okay, let's do it. It's right here. This is Alice Walls with Echo Canyon. This is KX93.5 with Ida Mae and John Ford. Alice sitting in. Listen up to this one. just hangs around about an hour a night in a sliver of sky between narrow horizons you don't even notice as it passes me by the crickets are calling across echo canyon a chilly wind moans to join in the song
has gone still Here in Echo Canyon That cold, lonesome feeling Takes hold of my heart And there is only the sound of some poor lost soul singing And the coyotes answer somewhere I love that percussion you did at the end, Alice, with the yodeling. You're harmonizing with a steel guitar, I think, or some kind of slide guitar. But what is that percussion in the background? It sounds like rain. My drummer has these, like, they're they're like seed pods that you kind of, like, roll around, and they kind of, like, hit each other in this cool way. And, yeah, it worked really well in that song. It's just a beautiful song. It's so fun to have you here. It really is. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while for me. I know you've been on John's show, but we both were just doing backflips, knowing you were here and that you were going to perform tomorrow night. Yeah. And Albert Lee was with 10 Years After, and they sang I'm Going Home at uh, Woodstock. Very good. How about history on that one? There you go. I know. He's he's a legend. Yeah, I know. And the sweetest, most like soft-spoken guy I, I opened for him a couple years ago there so i'm really looking forward to doing it again tomorrow no oh, i'm looking forward to seeing you um and about your yodeling now let's talk about the yodeling i got to do a whole show on yodeling thanks to you i know i'm so glad you did we need to keep this this yodeling alive we do and you're <laughs> uh, i actually copied what you said you have it's a yodel revival yodeling revival that's what you've done <laughs> for this country and for the for my show right. but where did you ever start with yodeling well, actually, even on the way here, we were listening a little bit. I, I got it from Jewel in high school, which is funny, you know, because she I, I was a huge Jewel fan during that whole, like, Lilith Fair era. And um, and when I found out that she yodeled, I was just kind of blown away. I didn't realize people were still yodeling. So that's really what got me into it, and I kind of taught myself by learning this song that she did. But then, the, but then that inspired me to go back and listen to the old yodelers of the, you know, anywhere from the 20s to the 50s because it kind of died out really after the 50s for the most part and um yeah so i just it's such a a great tradition and really in folk music throughout the world there's a a lot of different folks music styles have that vocal break that that is what a yodel is and they use it in different ways but it was kind of you know in this country it was really brought over by like the german and bavarian region immigrants in like the mid 1800s and they would form these singing troops that would travel the country and and then you know around the turn of the century you know people like jimmy rogers heard these singing troops and heard the yodeling and and started incorporating the yodeling into cowboy music and that's really kind of just sort of evolved into being a country and and cowboy related thing for for decades i I called their all those voices uh jimmy rogers and uh hank williams sort of high lonesome Mm. and you have that ability too although you can do a lot of other things with your voice too but the high lonesome always goes so beautifully into a yodel Mm -hmm. no absolutely and a lot of those germans ended up as you know in the hill country and Mm -hmm. boy can those people yodel yeah so what do you want to do because this is the end of our show it's 11 55 so you're going to take us out take us out well we gotta take us out with some yodeling i think oh uh, i'm so thrilled can you believe it john is there any other questions (laughs) you have of her before we uh yodel on out of here (laughs) uh i don't know you gotta can you sing in overtones? <laughs> uh, you know, I've sort of been working on overtone singing, but it's not good yet. It's not something I should do in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
okay, we won't make you live on the yeah, air then. Yeah, maybe by the next time. But yeah, and I do want to do a um, a yodel that's by a very famous Texas yodeler that I've started doing this song, and it just it's so much fun to end my shows with this song. And um, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Don Walser who, like in the 80s and 90s, was really kind of revitalized the classic country scene in Austin. And he was a fantastic yodeler. They called him the Pavarotti of the Plains. And um, so I started, I've started doing this song, which is kind of his signature song. And for a long time, I was very intimidated to try to even learn a Don Walser song because he was one heck of a yodeler. But I think I finally got it. And so I figured I'd sing it for you guys to close out this show. All well, right. we are delighted, and I hope I can engineer uh, Alice <laughs> yodeling. I'll do my best. I'm sure and you And Alice, it. I will say right now, this has been such a pleasure to have you live on the air. And if we have one minute left at the end, I'm, I'm going out with one of your songs, too. But I think you're going to take us right to the... <laughs> To the line. It's a short one, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure, truly. Alrighty, let's go. This is called The Rolling Stone from Texas. Well, I'm a rolling stone from Texas. A rolling stone from the plains. I'm a rolling stone from Texas, boy. I long to be back there again Say, are you from Texas? Well, that's what I'm wanting to know Cause if we're both from Texas, boys Let's bundle up our clothes and go I can't even believe I was hearing that live. (laughs) How do you do that? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.